Welcome, everybody. We'd like to welcome you out to our first episode of Good, Good Story. Story. Yeah. <laughs> coming on the mic, coming on the mic. My name is Leroy, and then we got... This is Hobart. What a fan. Hobart. Thank you. Stray. We got John Moyaki joining us today. Hello. And we're just here to talk about some interesting topics. Let's go ahead and start off... Uh, some something special that I was able to watch on the way here from uh, my drive. That Burger Supreme still has their teriyaki burger. Do they? What did you guys order? I didn't see it. I ordered the. Uh, we both got euros. The euro. We were feeling really Greek. Oh my gosh! You guys went to Burger Supreme and got euros. What about that's the their specialty? Mm-mm. Yeah, the, bur- the teriyaki burger is. The euro is the number one uh, ordered entree on the menu. Why would you get a gyro if you're going to a hamburger joint? That's all I want to know. Euro, euro, euro. Euro gyro. In fact, we got the half fries, half onion rings, too. So anyways, that was my opening uh, star. Shout out to Burger Supreme out in Provo, right off of University Parkway, right down the street from BYU in the shadows of Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Wait, are we signed to that? We shouldn't be mentioning them because we need to get paid from that. You're right. You're right. But you know what? They still got good burgers. It's called free advertisement. (laughs) And we got the original Jumbo Juice that used to be there. I bet you guys don't even know what Jumbo Juice used to be called. It used to be called uh, Jungle Juice. Dang. Jumbo Juice. That poly name. It was a poly name. Yes. But it started with, I'll give you a hint. It started with a Z. Anybody can get what that Jumbo Juice Company used to be called. That was right. It's right next to Great Harvest Bread. Had the best yeah, bread. It's still there. Great Harvest still there. Zumba Juice. Zumba Juice. Mm. Fun fact. Was well, a fun fact? Just telling mm. you guys where it's an old stomping ground. They used to have a little club over there. The Strongs used to. Anyways, we'll just keep that rolling. Players Club. That's what it was. Something like that. That's where I used to sing when I used to sing at the MTC. Oh, nice. Hey, so anyways, rolling along here, we had an opportunity to talk a little bit about recruiting and uh, John being a former BYU player, you know, comes out of Chicago, out of Chi-Town, was recruited. Tell us some of the things why you came out here besides religion. Did it have anything else besides religion that brought you out here from your recruiting? Because I know you had your brother went to Iowa. Is that right? Yep. Yep. So why BYU, John? Mostly because uh, both my parents went to BYU Provo. They both met, they met at BYU Hawaii, and then they after they graduated there, we all moved over here to Provo, and they went to graduate school here. So, anyways, just grew up in the BYU family. So BYU you didn't Hawaii. follow the football team, you just because of your parents went here. Yeah, mostly you know when I, but then my parents were going to school here in the eighties in the graduate school. Yeah, that so was the heyday. That's that the heyday. Yeah, the, the BYU Cougars. That was Jim McMahon, and you know. Um, what about the Poly players there? Peter, yeah, so Peter Peter just on Sunday. No, was, just on he, Sunday I was talking. That was way later. Lockett Himuli then. Yeah, uh, nope. just on Sunday I was telling Strons that I went. I was an original member of the Sunset Tenth Branch here in Utah County. That was the first branch in the. That's the Tongan Tongan branch. Yeah, but that was the only one in Utah County. So how did it make you feel that you don't speak Tongan, John? I'm just asking. It didn't bother me. Oh, okay. It didn't bother me. There was no no language barrier. No. So if, like, if I went to a Hispanic ward, I don't speak Spanish. I think I feel uh, kind of out of the place. The spirit, the spirit just. You look Hispanic. Universal. 
I don't even want to tell you what you look like with that. But anyway. anyways, when I was here in the Sunset yeah. Tenth Branch, please, Joe. Lake Himuli was in the branch. I like Lake. Yeah. So as deacons, we used to fight who used to be able to serve him, the, you know, the bread and the water. So uh, the, we used to literally push each other out of the way, like as we're standing up to try to get, like you know, the third spot or whatever, f- just to give Lake his. Where is that? <laughs> where is that chapel, John? It's uh, Center Street West, uh, all the way out. Like the west side of I fifteen. Yeah, is it still What's, there? Oh, oh, by Petro's house, John. Petro. No, past oh. it, past it, way past, like where the airport is. Shout out to Petro, man. He used to let us come over there and mix and mess up his room and yeah. his house and drink all his sodas. How many boys got suitcased from Petro's house? I didn't, because, <laughs> like I always tell you guys, my wife knew what I was when she picked me up. All right, right. Good, story. good story. That was a good story right there, Leroy. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you for leading in on that, John, because you know what? Like I said, when you marry a lady girl, you got to know. You got to let them know from the very beginning. You knew what I was when you picked me up. Mm. So that's that's an interesting fun fact. So John was in the first Polynesian. Yep. Original. Oh, no, 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 wait. There was another Polynesian ward here. No, that was the oh, first one. was the first one. In Salt Lake there was. No, but I'm talking Utah County. Utah County. President Uluwave. I used to have a crush on his daughter. Oh, that's recording now, so okay. Yeah, yeah, great. You're on record. (laughs) I know which one, too. Please, let's uh, expound on that. (laughs) We're we're not even going to edit that out. (laughs) Yeah. So... Hey, it's good. It's we okay. Did. It's just like it's a crush. Yeah, it's thirty years ago. You know, those are the kind of questions that we're going to ask yeah. on the show. I mean, I can name five other crushes you had and Strong's crushes. I mean, blast from the past. Mm-hmm. So, I just wanted to go ahead and, and and tell John that, you know, when John was here, when he first came here, and I first met him when he was here. You remember that, John? You don't even remember the first mm. time we met. Nope. It was at Vahadem's place, mm. and you guys are playing video games. Game, 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 Atari. Break, game breaker. Yeah, I came option. in there. Can you hear his memory, man? Yeah. Came in there and I was. He's like, an elephant, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying because that's why that's why I direct this this traffic of you know speaking right now because if I have to leave it up to you guys, man, we'd be sitting over here talking about you know we nothing. thank you for that validation, Leroy. Nothing. We've been waiting over here for an hour for Hobart to come in and he was sitting in the parking lot. I was like praying he a, like he wanted a, a red carpet rolled. I was him. praying. Thank you. So, as John was talking about his recruiting, can we ask you like who other schools that yeah, he's looking at? Mostly Midwest schools. Uh, took, I took a, actually took a official visit to Notre Dame. That was you nice. did no, nice. There was no chance I was going there. Lou Holtz. Yep, Lou Holtz. Wow. But uh, uh, University of Illinois, Eastern Illinois, West, mostly Mac schools. Northwestern. No, no, it's like Northern Illinois, smaller schools mostly. Um, yeah, but then BYU was all the way out here. Illinois was good. That's Simeon Rice, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey wow. You need, we don't even need a fact checker. We just got Strong's over here. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. you. But anyways. Money at Google. And, and John John was a D lineman or linebacker? Yeah, linebacker. Linebacker. Linebacker with a big old cowboy collar on and yeah. that thing. Because if you guys want to see what John looked like in college and his, in his uh, BYU stuff, you can go over to the local Applebee's that's right over here. There's a picture of him and Baja right behind uh, Coach Edwards. <laughs> oh. And they're both wearing the cowboy collar. Oh, no, Baja didn't. Baja did. You know, he wore the cowboy collar. I wore the old school one. Yeah, so if you John, that was Wheaton High School, right? Yeah, Wheaton Central. How do you know Wheaton all this? Straight. He's a stalker. Are you, are you stalking people? Are you Googling people? me right now? My phone's dead. Oh. oh. Well, we can charge it. Yeah. No, I just, you know, I just, 
those things. He are said like that. Wheaton, like that's where he went to school too. Actually, Strong's been to my house in Wheaton. That's wow, right. that's right. He came out and visited. Back I just, in the day. but I, w- I want to make this clear though. When, when John came out here to Provo, the first time I met him, it was just like a couple times I met him. I was wearing these Chicago Bulls shorts that I really didn't Ooh. care about. I was wearing these red Chicago Bulls shorts because you know in our neighborhood that's the, that's the shorts you wear. That's the you short. Know? That's the and color. He, and he walked right up to me and he said. <laughs> I want to buy those off of you. <laughs> and I was like, what? He said, yep, I'll give you $30. <laughs> and you know how he you know how he paid me? He wrote a check. No, I, Yes, you on, did. Man. He wrote a check. He wrote a check out wow. to me. Anyway. I didn't even have a bank account. That better not be a, that's a good story? Yeah, or is that, that's, a, that's a real story. Is that a good story, John? Perfect, perfect story for this podcast. Just, just, like I said, straight, hey, let me tell you something, man. I got a bunch of them. I, I'm like President Mackay. One more story. You know what I mean? I, I'm on it. Back oh then, he gosh. didn't know me. <laughs> Back then, the shorts used to be real short. Hey, but it was yeah, a, those were original. And John knows a lot about Chicago Bulls stuff, and he actually told me that it was probably a good call. I don't even know anything about it. He just bought it. Then he was rocking it. And then the next time I saw John, he was on an Indian motorcycle with the Chicago Bulls tank top on, riding around like, you know, <laughs> he was a young kid. Hey, those yeah. Indian motorcycles are legit, man. Man, so. Mr. Renegade himself. Yep. I used to always like to ride my motorcycle and he, with tank he, tops on. And he, Yeah, and he, he rode by himself. He didn't have a little yeah, entourage, nope. you know. I'm a lone wolf. I want John to tell you the story about when the motorcycle gang rode up on you and what did you do, John? I flipped him off. I told him, get the hell out of here. Because they told him, get to the back. Get to the back. (laughs) Get to the back. I was riding by myself down I-15. Then this big old gang pulled up next to me. And the first guy, he he started going the same speed as me right next to me. And I just looked over and he said, get to the back. And I was like, what? He goes, get in the back. And I was like, I ain't with you. He's like, no, you got to get in the back. He's like, hell no, man. Let him know, John, riding your fat boy and stuff. Don't worry about it. 20 riders. (laughs) One and one John, one John, Lone my man. <laughs> Sir, please turn down the coffin, please. I'm laughing because the one uh, percenters, one John. You guys ever see uh, the poly riders around here in Utah County? Yeah, yeah, you're sitting right on your right side, right there. You're looking at oh, one. Yeah? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but how about generals and uh, those guys? Yeah, what are they called? Uh, no, wild hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't laugh loud. Somebody might listen to our podcast. The wild hogs, <laughs> the poly wild hogs. Shout out, shout, shout out, shout out to the the meat bowers gang. Nah, <laughs> 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 that, that's my OG. There's only one general this earth. <laughs> K- Kaleo told me that uh, the poly riders from Salt Lake called them to join their their chapter, and they told them no. They turned them down. What? So there might be some bad, bad blood between oh, the two. Oh man! Poly Wait, Hoots World who turned, Star. <laughs> who turned who down? Kaleo said. Kaleo, the Jolly Riders reached out to them. Okay. Said, "You guys want to join our chapter?" Right. And then uh, they they turned them down. They said, "They said we're gonna make our own chapter. We're, we're gonna make our own group." Huh. So. You know, who knows? There might be some beef between the two groups. Oh man! Man. Poly riders, they gonna need to man. The only way they are gonna be able to beat the general there, they bring some cocoa rice and bread. That's the only way they are gonna be able to beat them. But other than that, shout out to the poly riders. You know we're all about peace, love, and energy. That's yeah, they they good do good stuff energy. in the community, man. Yeah, those yeah. are some good brothers. Yeah. I see them do a lot. They do a lot. They yeah. do a lot. Raise funds, you know, helping the community out with funerals, and I see a lot of good work. You know that my cousin used to be you know, the president of this club called the Horny Toads, and they used to do a lot of, like, 
you know, uh, we're not going to expound upon why they call themselves horny toes. John was just about ready to ask that question. Don't do it, John. That's another show. That's, that's yeah. for something else. But they used to like give each other like animal names, like their animal spirit. What was your animal name, cousin? Wolf. Why? Because I gathered a pack, baby. Call him Wolf because he's all about wolfing. All wolf. <laughs> oh, come on. At least I don't sell the gathering, tickets, though. Gathering the pack. I like that. You know that. what I'm saying? Gathering the pack. We all have a pass. And now we stay here and we tell good stories. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gather the pack and then you start to mix and he goes in early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know. Early police. So we had an opportunity to uh listen to some of the stories that, you know, over the past few years about things that relate to our kids and you know, a little bit of background about our my kids, my my own kids, my, my son had just committed to Brigham Young University because that's why we wanted John to talk about his little recruit, his recruiting path. And mm. and uh, John's son, also Noah, uh, committed to Brigham Young University. Nice. And uh, him and Kingsley have been playing sports and basketball together since they were little kids. We have, uh, we have pictures of them as kindergartners in, uh, at Kavika's camp at yeah. Tempe. So that's they, tight. They, they've been hooping for a little while. So their little group, they call them the Happy Valley Boys. And that's right. uh it consisted of uh, Logan Fano, Raider Damuni, yeah. uh, Micah Fair, Kingsley, Kyson. Nor, Nor Moyaki, yeah, Kyson Hall, who uh, his dad is Kalen Hall, and his older brother is Jaron, who's the quarterback yeah. at BYU now. Hila Menofoyngawe. who plays for Lehigh, who just won the state title for the 5-H state championship. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to Lehigh Pioneers. Um, oh, no. I mean, pretty much that's it. But we always had a dream that our kids would, you know, because we all hung out as dads. So it was always kind of our dream to have our boys play together. Yep. So it was good. But I had to pull my son away because, you know, it, it kind of, you know, the uncles were kind of really overly intensive. You know, I didn't <laughs> want my son to, to be around that overly intensive, you know, uh, you know, lecturing that they would get on. And John has some moments that he's got kicked out of tournaments before because he was chasing the other coach and hey. the referee, but we won't talk about like that. I oh, said, like, like you said earlier, you got to stick up for your boys no matter what. Right, right. And that's where I was leading at. You know, no matter what, your family is what the, the boys and your kids are looking at what their dad's going to do. And if their dad don't got their back, yeah, nothing else worth the doing. So and shout nothing, out to no, nothing gets Nothing gets a poly dad from zero to 100 than when they see their kid getting shortchanged. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think no. that's pretty much for every parent. But No, no but we go to 100. Like, we chase refs. Je uh, John chased So me. your switch was flipped. Yeah. <laughs> and no one could turn it off but you. But it was a legendary story because they were out of state at another state, and he chased the referee round wow. and around the bench. Round and round. No, that was a kid's oh, dad. It was a kid's dad. Chased Sorry. the, the kid's dad. dad. Yeah, the kid's dad, right. <laughs> So we've had some classic stuff. I mean, I've been in, in games where John and, and Kalen Hall, who's the dad of uh, Jaron Hall, who's the quarterback of BYU, they were coaching, and uh, they I didn't like what they were calling. So, you know, they, it, it was kind of a, a conflict of, of ideals. So as a parent sitting in the stands watching these two guys think that they know how to coach, one thought he was Pat Riley and the other one thought he was Phil Jackson, and I, I, didn't, really, I didn't really agree with them because – Nobody. I think my son needed to play with a different team because his style of play was a little bit more aggressive than they wanted him to play. Um, and it wasn't a foul. On a scale of 1 to 100, and let's say 100 is uh, Phil Jackson and 
zero is like a mom in Africa who doesn't never seen a basketball court. What would you put your knowledge of basketball at, Leroy? I think I'm right around ninety. Oh boy, yeah, I think, wow. I'm, I think I'm right around ninety. Okay. You know why? Okay. That's prestige, because bro. It's not all about because you know why I say I'm ninety. It's not all about excellence. Oh, see, a lot of people are thinking, oh, Leroy can draw a, 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 a scheme up, or he can, you know, he can dissect the triangle offense. But Nobody what it is? That. No, no, I'm saying that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that. You're assuming. But the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't, I don't necessarily think of my coaching skill as philosophy. I think of it. I, I coach that is best equipped for my own son. Mm. Like, I believe that it should go my son yeah. and everybody else. But see, basketball is a team sport. It doesn't so matter. Shaq, if you gave it to Shaq, let's talk about Shaq. Shaq, if he was on your team, where are you going first, John? Kobe. If Shaq was on your team, where are you going first? Kobe. It would go inside out. Only now they started shooting these threes like Steph Curry. He would not survive in that era. So my son played in an era he had to play, give him the ball. Like when we would go and I would put my hand in the thing when we played at Big John's and I say, one, two, three, give me the ball. Mm. Free, ju free jump hook, baby hook? Baby hook, unstoppable. Still to this day, you jump 13, it goes 13-1. <laughs> okay. But 90 is a lot. That's a high number, Leroy. Okay, 89 then. Mm. What would you think my mine would be? Uh, you're going to say the lady from Africa that's in the middle of the jungle. No, I'm saying that's zero. No, you know, I mean, I would I would have put you like uh, 55. 55? John. That's fair. Yeah. 55 is fair. Leroy, you didn't play in high school. You, you, I don't even play, think you played it. Lou Holtz like, never played any sport. Okay. He's one of the greatest coaches okay. ever true, to true, step true, on true, that. True, 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 true. Okay. 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 So don't ever bring that. That's, that's, that's irrelevant. He was Give a you Mr. Coach. Irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> You're, it's irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, while, while John was out getting his scholarship offers and writing in his convertible Mustang with his sleeveless uh, cardigan sweater with his hair uh, parted to the side and he's listening to Guns you know, and Roses oh no, Depeche no, Mode no. Depeche Mode in excess he was listening to in excess and we're wondering like you know what what he's thinking of course I cannot relate to him because a kid from where I'm from and where you're from we cannot relate Clearfield or you know? are you claiming no no Clearfield because okay, Clearfield okay. There was some gangsters up in Clearfield, man. Mm. Tell them, Hobart. Ain't nobody clean theaters like well, the kids. Well, I can uh, really. Attest? Yeah. Testicle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from West Valley, homie. No, you know not. what I'm saying? You're not from West Valley. Well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm Eagle Mountain now, but. No, you ain't from West Valley. Bro. I'm from Orm. Bro. People ask me, I'm from Orm, Utah. Right, straight? I'm from Orm. Pleasant Grove, Utah. But where did you graduate? Orm High School. Orm Tigers. Four Six feet. time, four time champions. Four P oh, champions. You know, nice. You know, John likes to. I've played hopscotch myself, too. <laughs> Anyways. My cousin played at Hunter that I don't even think anybody knew what Hunter was back then. Wolverines, baby. That's right. John played at Wheaton High School. That's right. What was your mascot, John? Tigers. See the Tigers Always come back to the championship Tigers You guys win anything at the Wheaton High School? You better look it up, buddy Eight times state champion. Why would I need to look it up? Wow Yeah John, who is the most decorated athlete to come out of Wheaton High School? Red, Tony Moyaki Red Grange Tony, Tony Moyaki Tony Red Grange Football uh, Yeah I don't even know who that is He's in the all-time Oh, man Who's Red Grange, John? 
Galloping ghosts, guys. Oh, that's the Google that, that leather. You're that's talking, that leather helmet. He's yeah, talking yeah, yeah. Midwestern right now. <laughs> this is Midwest well, terms. Do you know who the most famous person to come out of Orm, Utah? Orm High School? No, don't don't answer that. Don't I'm say not, I'm, right. I'm waiting for John mm. to do it. Don't even Google it. Athlete or just student? All around everything. You you said the biggest name to ever come out of Orm the High School. The biggest name to come out of Orm High School? Chad I'd like Lewis. To know. No. Nope. nope, not even close. He didn't win state. Oh, but he went to the NFL. It don't matter. This this person. He's an all pro. Nope. Can we tell him? Please. Go ahead. This person from Orem High School was a graduate whose name is on the stadium that the BYU Cougars play in. Another Cougar first down. Interesting. Another Cougar first down. Wow. Mr. Lavelle. Man. Edwards. Who needs sound effects when we have the cougar himself? <laughs> Another cougar first down. I think he had practice because I think he was making yeah. that noise uh, for the Tigers of Orem. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. he just trans- – that's like a tiger cougar. Same thing. BYU Tigers. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. BYU Tigers. You know, shout out all to the BYU Tigers that played my son, Puka Nakua, Jacob Robinson, who had two interceptions two in the picks. last – Two picks. Wow, you man. Know? It's little things, you know. Ethan Slade, you know, Hunter Hill, Kingsley Sumotaia. Uh, uh, coming, uh. we're coming in hard. The core, the core. Mm. BYU Tigers. <laughs> Micah Fair, he's he's committed over there. Micah, yeah. yep. What else are we missing? We missing. Oh, my nephew, Josh Singh. Shoot, oh, yeah, forget about right. our our D tackle, Josh Singh. Give you his father. Oh, <laughs> but John, tell me about Noah's recruiting though. Did you guys take any visits? Uh, you know, Noah, uh, he committed as a freshman. So, and then literally, he was done. He, he but he had offers from University of Utah, Utah State, Air Force, San Diego State. Um, I ASU. Uh, no, no, not ASU. But because he committed as a freshman, yeah, there, there yeah. were a lot of schools that reached out to him on his DM saying, hey, Noah, if we, would you be open to us recruiting you? I mean, I saw a lot of coaches from, you know, the Big 12 and Midwest, and he would reply every time, I'm a mission kid, and I'm committed to BYU. That's a, he would just shut it down right away. Yeah, because a lot of schools, they, they, they look at a mission as kind of a negative thing. Right. So there's <clears throat> kind of two strikes. So his commitment was kind of a strike. And then his mission was it was a strike, so. Um, but anyways, he he's held strong to that. Um, he's only going to take his visit just to BYU, um, in two weeks, and he's excited. So that's awesome. Nice. <clears throat> you know, Noah he can hoop too, so he he could have got a basketball scholarships. He he's a hooper. Yeah. I mean, he does stuff his dad could only dream of doing. <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's kind of like it's uh, not true. It's not a, John. John only had this pivot off the baseline. That's the only shot. That's the only move he had. I had lots of feathers in my quill. Feathers in the quill. Quill. Arrows. So, I'm just saying, Noah, he's just a different kind of cat. Yeah. You know, John, John you got to admit, I mean, if you're talking most athletic, he was way more athletic than you, John. That's not true. John. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I think I'm the, proud, kids proud now, of him. the kids have a lot more resources now than – He's four, but he, well, he no, is no, very no. athletic. I'll say he's John. more athletic than me, but mentally, he's not as 
Um, I have a mental toughness. Side. Well, of course, you're 60 years old. Of course, you've been on this earth longer. Of course, okay, you're gonna have okay. it on mentally. I no, always tell Kingsley the same, the same thing. age. You know, you look really good for 60, bro. <laughs> can't can't lie about that. I mean, at the same age. I, at I mean, the same I, age. Uh, no one's never been in a fight in his life. But that doesn't make you a man. No, I'm just saying. It's the not mental a, toughness. Just that stuff doesn't. He <clears throat> he would just walk away. Which maybe some people say is tougher than fighting. It is. Yeah. You know, to, it doesn't take a lot to chase somebody around the bench. That's true. So you know, but to walk away from somebody, that's. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you tell us about how you hurt your 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 knuckle there? Anyway, so as we continue <laughs> on with uh, other things, you know, we and, and that's the funny thing about our podcast. We've known each other since more than half of our life. You know, so as teenagers, young marriage. Matter, matter of fact, we moved into me and my wife moved into our first place, and then we moved out, and John and his wife moved into the place we were in. That's right. And then yeah. uh, that was one of your many moves to Hawaii, to knowing 20, that yeah. you would 20, come back. And, and twenty-two moves, and these guys used to call me Simba because they say, "Run, Simba, run!" <laughs> but I didn't think that was funny. I just had to. Sometimes you just got to let your wife win. You know, she wants to be in Hawaii. Got to go to Hawaii. So why do you keep coming back? Just a question. I'm thinking out loud. Why you know. are you even asking me that question? <laughs> yeah. who, why, who you? Huh? Why? Everyone's curious. No. I'm running this show. I'll let you know when it's your turn to ask a question. It ain't your turn to ask a question right now. Sorry. Another week of uh, sensitive questions, That's I guess. Saying, like, You're two for two right now, Omar. Be careful. We were looking for the mute button on your mic. Where did you find it yet? Because when you find it... You can you put your hand bro, over. Bro, I was right just we got, I was just asking go what somewhere. John was thinking, right, John? Yeah, we, we gotta go back. To, we gotta right. go back to last These, week <laughs> because the first time we were last week we were on Hobart and asked Leroy, "What? It, why are you so special? Why do you have the key fob for this? Whole thing? Yeah, what why? makes you so special? Like like, like <laughs> I'm saying, like, who the hell are you? <laughs> like why are you coming at me like that? You know what I mean, bro? I'm not coming at you, bro. So I'm let me just speaking tell you for the people. This is curiosity. I'm, I'm going to give you this this lesson. Here for we free. go, cousin. I'm going to give you this lesson for free. Here we go. <laughs> the squeaky wheel. Finish the the line. The squeaky wheel. What gets the what? Oil. You oiler. so i'm gonna leave it at that because sometimes people they're afraid to open their mouth and me yes when you know and you're confident you walk into a place and don't sit in the parking lot for an hour you're confident enough to walk in like you run the place but then you got somebody to just sit in the parking lot for an hour waiting for an invitation thank you for the catnap you're listening to good story and that is our host with the most anyways hobart he comes from a, a family of boys, mostly boys, and he got a sister and stuff like that. But now he got his own boys. He got all boys. All boys. And so they're young boys. And so when we talk about recruiting as it starts out now, now he's able to see, like, because it's going to change when your boys get older because it changed when John was getting recruited. It's changed now with Kingsley as how they recruited. And I'm going to tell you that a lot of times – People talk about, oh, I don't want to do social media. We were just talking about this with, with John earlier. His son, Noah, made a video that went viral. Like 2 million, John? 2 million views? Yeah, like 1.7 million. Made, made 1.7 million. But it was like a basketball. It was a crazy basketball shot. Yeah. But John, who didn't have the insight to know what was going on. It was five years ago. He decided that, no, don't accept anybody's request to be your friend. IG blows up now, and you get paid. You get influencers that get paid every month. So John made a mistake. So, so let me let, just, let, let me let, just say this part. He, it was five. He was in uh, eighth grade, and so he had thousands of adults ch- trying to get 
you know, to um, de- whatever, messaging him to follow him. Yeah, to be followers. So I wanted to just protect them from people, you know, just adults. Yeah. All over, strangers from around the world. I was trying to protect my eighth oh, grade boy. Oh, it'll make me look like the, the bad time. guy, and I was just trying to. No, like, that's, that's kind of where I was coming from. I didn't know who he would be talking to. Yeah. Valid, valid, that's a valid point. Yeah. But anyways, now fast forward to where we're at now in the age of social media and people making tons and tons of money on what they're doing. As a parent, that now that, because I really don't understand everything about social media, a lot of these kids, they, like John said, get approached by adults. But you have, how old, how old young? 11. So he's your oldest. Yep. But I guarantee he knows how to get on Twitter. I guarantee he knows how to get Instagram, TikTok, right? Yeah. So right now you're building your brand. Where do you want to see yourself? Now, let's say five years ago was today and Noah did that thing. What would John do? Obviously, he'd open up his social media account. But yeah. as a dad, he'd have to regulate it. Mm-hmm. You know, you still got to regulate it now. So they have different fe- uh, features and stuff. But I see a lot of kids that I've seen on Twitter that weren't approached by any coaches that were calling him or anything. So what they did was the coaches do look at Twitter. If you ask them, they'll tell you that they have bigger schools will have a department that's social media oriented. All they do is check the kid's Twitter. They look at his huddle film. They check out all of his highlights. And then on top of that, I tell parents, the coaches that come to recruit your kids, they don't ask the coaches. I mean, they ask the coaches how you are, but they also go a further step and they ask the teammates. What kind of teammate is he? What kind of person is he in the locker room? Teachers, what kind of student is he? Does he, does he, does he talk back, blah, blah, blah? Because it's such a thin line between offering a kid, a kid with an offer, and a kid that doesn't get an offer. So they go back to that. Like you could be a kid that in your in your your grades, you would have the exact same grades in high school, which is, you know, usually your sophomore, your junior, your, your senior years. But what if they went back to your freshman year? What kind of grades did you get as a freshman? Because that might be the tiebreaker. Yeah. That might be something else so there's a lot of variables that play into the different recruiting things that are going on now so can i ask a question go ahead do you think it's better for a kid to just not do anything on social media just not post and do all that or is it better for a kid to do a lot of posts and just express themselves um and i'm not saying express stupid stupid posts but i'm just saying being really active and or how, how does that look, do you think, with recruiting? That's a good question for Leroy because he's yeah, going through it right now. Because I'm just asking because my son, <clears throat> he never posts anything on social media. Is that a negative? No. Or I, is that, is because that he's committed to where he's at. But I just think some kids have a different personality. But let's not – let's say let's say Noah <clears throat> didn't commit to anywhere. Okay. And he was – his recruitment was still open. Do you think that's a positive thing for him not to be active on social media right now? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm asking. In that kind of situation. In my in my experience, um, It'd be a negative. It is. It's a negative because, like I said, coaches that we've met throughout, you know, traveling the country, they they are the first thing they ask you in the questionnaire when they they give you your name, your your number, and then they ask you what your Twitter handle is, right, mm-hmm. and your Instagram handle, is because they want to see. Now I've, I don't know them personally, but you can look it up. There have been a few. Um, student athletes have lost their scholarship on stuff that they posted on, on right. social media, uh, negative things, taunting. It was actually a basketball player from the East, from Midwest. And uh, they went through a basketball game and he wrote something real negative, almost, I don't know if it was racially motivated or whatever, but he wrote something really bad. 
and schools came in and took the scholarship. You know, wow. So there's some things that you could write, and some even um, you know, was a, a player that. Uh, had a, a commitment video that was out and he put a song that had so much profanity that a lot of schools didn't like that because when you sign and you commit for with the school and you go to school, you represent that school. Yeah. You represent a brand. Now, obviously a kid from BYU, you, all these NIL deals, you're not going to have a, an Anheuser-Busch deal. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Because it's, it's a reflection of the school, whereas another school might not mind that, you know? So, but there's some high school kids who, you know, they they get on there and they're like, okay, I, um, I'm 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 cutting it down to my top twelve. Who's gonna Who's it gonna be? Like you know, they're the next, yeah, and then the next week, okay, what school should I go visit next week? You guys tell me. You know, they just post lots of stuff like that, just fishing and just looking for, and sometimes offers, or just like comments. Or That's whatever. reckless. But yeah. they're just. Uh, it, so I can see how that could be looked at. I think at their parents negative. need to step in and yeah. and monitor that more because I have a son that doesn't really speak and doesn't really talk, but he'll tweet something that's probably five words or a picture that has an emoji on it, stuff like that, which is irritating to me because we grew up in an era where, man, explain yourself. What does that mean? I don't know what a black heart means. I don't know what a red heart. What does that mean, John? I don't know what it means. I, I don't know. But they, they post that. There's meanings behind that. Yeah, yeah. they are. But the kids know that. I don't know what that means, you know. Or they put like a, like the snowflake and then a, I don't know. But like I said, I don't. <laughs> Do you know Strauss? Strauss don't know. He no, knew. I don't know. I never so even I, heard of a Strauss. Do you mean the snowflake and the cucumber? <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I thought that was an eggplant. I, know that I mean eggplant. Yeah. Maybe that's how cucumbers look like in uh, Tonga. Tonga but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cucumbers. How do you oh. say cucumber in Tongan? Cucumba. Cucumba. That's uh. one. Almost. Yeah. So anyways, I think sometimes you just got to <laughs> monitor it, John. Okay. Because, you know, there. <laughs> I'll tell you one funny one was uh, we had a kid that we all knew that would, he still does it now, just to stay relevant, he thinks he has to tweet every single hour on the hour like really just tweet stuff and he had a following of like ten thousand, and now it's like two thousand really because people are just kind of like well remember when twitter first came out that's what a lot of the stars are doing i'm using the bathroom i'm taking a drink of water you know they they would tweet like walk into my car stupid so i never wanted to get on that and then now that everybody's talking about facebook is for old people i like facebook because I can see what everybody's eating, and I like to post what I'm eating so I can compete. Like, are you eating this? Yeah. Don't you wish? Even if it was high on sodium, I was still posting. Sometimes your your food posts look like you're showing off. I am. Yeah. It makes I, people mad because. That's what I like. Yeah. And that's why at the end I always put, by the way, we're not selling yeah. anything, so this is not a fundraiser. Don't bother calling <laughs> us. I like it. And Trying to show are. everybody that he's got the most capopulu and stuff. <laughs> on. I had to side text him and say, hey, what's that other plate? That little plate there, what's that? I, I like it. See, because that's the thing. I like it when people hate, <laughs> you know. Knowing that they wish, don't you wish you're, you know, not like me. Get it? <laughs> it's another Leroy first down. Try to play this music, but it's not working. Oh, Are wait, you wait. with the DJ? Uh, uh. Anyways. We are also talking about earlier that my Los Angeles Lakers beat the Detroit Pistons, but they had some drama. And, uh, you know, I, 
I'm a LeBron fan because he's a Laker. But if he wasn't on a Lakers, I don't, I don't know if I'd cheer for him. You know what I mean? It looked like he was kind of scared yesterday with that uh, guy chasing him. I don't think that was scared, John. He was. He I was kind of because the guy he was backing up. He was the guy was coming and he was just kind of backing up. There was no forward motion from from. I, I would back LeBron. up too because you don't know if that blood carried any kind of disease. That, like, I don't think trying to do that. I think he was just. I think he saw the rage in that guy. Yeah, and he was just like, "Whoa, this guy's serious. This yeah, guy's a not a lot of rage." Because the NBA guys, they most of the time when they tangle, they know each. They're not going to punch. But I think he saw it from the guy, like, this guy, he wants to kill me. So this is real. This is not, we're not fronting and flexing and just grabbing each other and we're not going to punch. He knew that his life was possibly in danger. Yeah. But was that intentional by LeBron James? I think the the motion to get him off was, I think he was trying to get him off um, intentional. I mean, I don't think he meant it to be like that. The the, the elbow was kind of high. The elbow was kind of high. I think if he would have hit him in the forehead and nothing would have happened, he would have been fine with that. But he actually hit him in the eye. So, I mean, I think he meant to kind of just get him off him and maybe hit him. That happens all the time. You know, get yeah. off me. Yeah. Slap his hand. But the seriousness of it and the blood, I don't think. Had he known that was going to happen, I don't think he would have meant yeah. for that to happen. So, in other words, it wasn't LeBron's fault. But it was interesting to see kind of his reaction to the whole thing. I also thought it was interesting how... Uh, Anthony Davis was trying to like come at. Yeah, and I was like, "What do you? I think this guy would kill you." I don't think yeah. Anthony Davis is a fighter. No, I honestly think that LeBron was not. Okay, so this is—I uh, don't even know the other guy. I just think that he got brave after everybody got in the middle. Or oh, yeah, holding him back. Yeah, I saw that too. So that—that's what I. That's saw. when he started. Getting yeah, yeah, chippy him. That's yeah, what I like if you were somebody that he really was about that life, he would have chased him around the bench. Well, he right, had man. the chance to do something to he LeBron. Chase him around the bench and grabbed oh, him right by there. his throat like that, like you know. But then when they walked him back to his bench, my man ran through, like tackled everybody out of the way to try and get back to LeBron. I was like, because wow. I think he started thinking, man, my boys are gonna think I'm a punk if I don't go after him because I started yeah. all this drama. Yeah, you know, that's what I think. It would have been like, now he's sitting there thinking, like, I'm on national TV, uh-huh. and, and I didn't get him. Now all my boys going to say, like, man, you a punk. You should have got him now. Now he really got You him. over there leaking all over the court. Yeah, man. Are you a Lakers fan, too? I'm a Jazz fan. Okay. Yeah. I, was just gonna, I was just wondering if I was in a room with three Lakers fans or just two. John, your, your Chicago Bulls are being good because of a Laker came back into the, the Chicago Bulls. That's why you guys are starting to make a little two, resurgence. Two Lakers. Two Lakers. Two Lakers making a little resurgence no. right now. They're, they're good, though. The Bulls are good. Yeah, the Bulls are legit. I think they're going to make a run for the Eastern Conference. The Lakers made a mistake by not signing DeMar DeRozan. Not just him. All about, three of those guys. How about Caruso? Caruso. Lonzo Ball. I, I think Lonzo Ball needed to get away from the Lakers. I saw a stat the other day. He's shooting forty five percent from the three point line. Is that crazy? He don't have that. Ug- he don't. Yeah, he don't have that ugly shot anymore. Yeah, so he's really worked on his game. <clears throat> I remember when my son started doing the, getting into this recruiting thing. Some of my close friends started calling me Levar Ball. I have no problem with Levar Ball. <laughs> you know, one of them sitting right in front of me right here to call me Levar Ball. But you know what? I have no problem with Levar Ball because Levar Ball, like we talked about earlier, they had, he had his kids back. He still has his kids back. 120%. He had a vision that people would laugh about. Remember he was saying, all three yeah. of my kids are going to be in the NBA. Yeah. He was right. Yeah. yeah. Or he said, my kids are going to be drafted in the first round. Two of them did, you know? Yeah. So when you put it out there and let, let it go out there, that's why I said, my son's going to be a, 
the first round, he's going to be the top five pick maybe the, and the first left tackle taken in the draft. I could say that because I'm confident like that. It may not happen, but, you know, I, I throw say it that, out there. You know, you got to put, put it out there. I put it out there. And so yeah. when my friends, they tease me when I was, Kingsley was coming up that I'm the bar bomb all in the business. Guess what? I'm still that dad. I'm still that dad that's like, what does he do? Don't worry about what I do. I hold the keys to this place. You don't have to ask that question. Fool, the squeaky wheel. Bro, I thought we we're past that, man. You took it personal. You're pass yeah. out right now. It's personal. You know, that's cousins, you know. Pass out right now and stuff. But anyway. <laughs> they take things to the next level, yeah. you know. <laughs> they go beyond personal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't come into somebody's house and go, Yo, how yo. Did, how did you get these plates to eat on? Shut your mouth and just eat the food. Why are you even looking at the plate? Hey, Sorry, like my tongue and friends would say, you ain't got no friends. <laughs> you ain't got no like I said, yo, invite, turn it down. You, know, you invite somebody in your house and you give them a T-bone steak and all they're looking at is the plate. How did you get this plate? <laughs> Fool, eat the food. Just shut your mouth and eat the food. Don't worry about the plate. That's a saying. They say uh, a hurtful word from a, from a family member cuts right to the heart. Oh, oh perfect. Of course. Perfect. Uh, what sort I want? See that sharp knife? Right there? <laughs> do that. Do that. Whatever. It's, you two guys over there looking at my knife like you want to put it in your pocket. Bro, we don't steal, bro. Come on. It's so, a nice looking. That's what I told him. At yeah. the forty, at the forty-one twenty mark right now of our podcast, we just want to send a shout out to all our our sponsors. They'll be included in the uh, the podcast as they edit it in. So, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors and especially Encore Sports allowing us to be able to be here in the studio. And uh, we're going to have some very, very interesting guests in the in, in the near future. But we'd like to thank uh, Mr. John Moyaki coming in and give us an insight on his son's recruiting. Oh, thank some you. of the things he went through uh, as far as his own personal recruiting. Also, we'd like to thank uh, his wife, Carrie, for allowing him to hang out with us all day. <laughs> can you get – yeah, because she's blowing you up, John. Yeah, so can answer the phone, John. She yeah, knows, the phone, she knows what John. lunch with the boys means. So – Lunch with the boys. Does she know what dinner with the boys mean too? After, (laughs) right, boss? Dinner with the boys. The other funny one we were talking about. It's not funny though, but John. He, John has been one of those friends that always seems to have a plan. I'm not going to tell the story about when he left me when we were going to go stand in line for the Jordans, Mm. but I'm going to tell you the story about. You know, I'll tell you a little little insight though. John John just got a his wife a, a new Tesla. Now, talking about eco-friendly, you know, and smart green. way, green way of doing it. John got, a, earth. John, John got him, his wife, a, uh, a Tesla. But, John, what is the most, what is your, what is the, your favorite thing about getting your wife the Tesla? And let's, let's keep the G-rated. We don't need yeah, to hear yeah, all yeah, that sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Um, it's really the happiness the, she gets from driving that thing. I mean, she literally loves it. She tells me every day that she loves her vehicle. She's had it for three months. Yeah, what does she love about it, though? Uh, well, she used to drive an Escalade, and then now she drives, a, a, so the parking. What model? The easy to drive, the um, the no gas. She was spending about 600 bucks a month wow. on gas. Especially now. Big tanks. Yeah, especially, you know, and she was having to put the premium gas. So just everything about it, every single thing about it, she loves. Waking up every morning, full tank of gas, but it's mm. not real gas; it's fully charged. But you know what I mean. So yeah. he got a he got a charging station put in his garage. Yeah, and we have a friend named Billy that wanted to do it, but John didn't want to wait for Billy. Yeah, John wanted to be a fiopoco and do it on his own. You know, so he went mm. and paid 
three thousand dollars to get it put in there. The thing is, when you hire someone you know to do a job for you, it's hard to yell at them or demand oh, like, yeah. "Hey, I want this done now," or you know, this I don't way. Know if you could yell at you, Billy, I think he'd no. get you. But so you kind of have to kind of massage once when, when you hire somebody you know. You know, okay, you know, yeah, that's fine. You yeah. know, when, when it fits your schedule, I'd rather just say pay the money and just. So say, you're impatient today now. So you do it right. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So nothing against Vili. He's a great electrician, but I just wanted it done on my own schedule. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, but you forgot to ask him about John ordered the truck. Oh, yeah. So, John, I was getting into that. So, John, because he's he's such a green, earth-friendly guy. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Because I can tell you right now, me, I love my Ford F-150. I love it. That's what I wanted. So, when I grow up, I wanted a Ford Raptor. So what does John do? He runs out and go gets a Ford Raptor. Wow. So just get it Ford, out of my system. You know, got a Ford Raptor. You know, so his wife is saving the planet. John is killing the planet. <laughs> yeah. So what John does now, he ordered the Tesla truck. And it should be here when, John? Uh twenty end of twenty twenty two. So about a year. So that's how far nice. it's backed up. But once you're on the list, some yeah. kids some people can't even get on the list right now. Um, and then I'm hoping that since I own a Tesla, that it'll bump me up. There's rumors that if you own a Tesla, they'll bump you up on the list for the truck. Nice. <laughs> can we do a <laughs> Can we do a a show in the truck? Oh yeah, for sure. Like like a we're driving somewhere, we can record our. In 2022, show? we might be canceled by then. <laughs> but we can try. I mean, we can try to hold out as long as we yeah. can. You, it's surprisingly quiet in there because there's no engine noise. Oh, so, yeah. like, the music, everything yeah. is crystal clear. Cause so, you guys no, did test drive one? Uh, no, actually, our, the, the Tesla my wife bought, we oh, bought yeah. it without ever driving a Tesla. The first time we drove the Tesla was when we picked it up. Oh, that, I've that, heard of that wait, one. But Utah doesn't have a Tesla uh, yeah, they do. dealership. Yeah. Do they? It's in Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. So, yeah. is that where you guys went and got yep. it? Johnny, you put the, the kit on it, the super... Yeah, and then we got the performance package on it. Nice. So, no, I, I heard about that uh, where the Tesla, there's a test, there's a model that yeah. you have to buy. There's no test driving. Because it knows nothing about Tesla's right Hey, does it, you know, I just got another Tesla question. Does, does it really drive by itself? It's, yep. Duh, like, you, wow. get a, you can get in. And I'm asking John, please. Uh, what was that, John? <laughs> so you get in and then you just say, you hit the button, you say navigate to airport. And it'll just drive to the airport. What? Yeah. Turn, switch lanes, yeah, like, speed uh, up, slow down, do everything. Wow. You don't have yeah. to touch anything. And it's electrically ran, Hobart, just in case you know it's an electric car. So you can sit in the back seat of your car. Yeah, you can sit on top of the roof and the yeah. thing will run by itself. What? Yeah. Hey. And then the, the other thing is a good party trick, Leah. If I come out of Walmart and uh-huh. I'm parked on the other side of the parking lot, no. I can just summon it and it'll just drive itself oh, to me. No. Scratching that ego like you always tell people what but to John, do. But, John, why did you have to it. use that word, summon? Yeah, why just summon it? Yeah. It's called summon on the app. Oh, so okay. It's actually yeah. summon. Because summon means Know your kinda, facts. No, well, in our in our community, <laughs> summon is like, you know, summon a subpoena. Yeah. You know, that's. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, John, <laughs> you got to talk to the in more layman's terms because we ain't got no <laughs> Tesla. They can summon you. You know, this is, is kind of, I, I think this is kind of similar to Noah, I mean, Leroy talking about like NBA basketball. Yeah. Leroy's never been in a, never driven a Tesla, but he would probably say he's a 90 on the scale of knowledge of a Tesla. Mm. You know why I would say that, John, about a Tesla? 
Why? Because everything there is user friendly. An idiot could sit in that car and go, I summon you. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> That's why I'm a 90%. I'm a fast learner. And there's a reason why. All of you guys have benefited from all the jobs that I've had. I've worked at hotels. <laughs> I've worked at, I've worked yeah, at I, rental I, car places. Right. And, and, and the thing that. Yo, pull out the history the, book. I'm just telling you. The reason Freaking why. Guy. One of the things I've been just blessed don't with. Don't go the, into detail. One, one, one of the things that I've been blessed with in this life is I'm a quick learner. So if you sit me on an NBA bench and I'm listening to a coach, I would have the clipboard in the, by the halftime. Yeah, by half. Yeah. I'd be like, we okay, are. guys, this is what is going that's just, just is how I am. They say 90% of it is the confidence. You know? I'm 112. Yep. So that makes you know? up for it. Don't ever point at me during the podcast again. <laughs> All right? Oh, well, don't no. do that. Don't do that because I'll turn your mic off. Don't ever point to me because it's not. You don't point to me when I summon you. I summon you. All right? No, I'm I just saying. He said you. the clipboard, do right? He's listening to the coach. Now, you grab, you grab the clipboard. The player's going to be like. Who are you? <laughs> Why do you have a, you have a what suit do you do, on? What do you do with the clipboard? What are you doing on the bench? <laughs> Sorry, I had to stand up and close the door. I forgot there was people still trying to work. But the next time somebody pointed at me and I'm running this show, I'll summon you when I tell because I'll turn your mic off right now. All right, so anyways. Anyways, I'm, yeah. I did. I, I was able to. I have a nephew that's in uh, Idaho, uh, Harlan's son, Teddy. He has a... Has a um, uh, a Tesla, but he has these big speakers on front. Does yours do it that too? They're not Bolt speakers, but I guess they built them in so you can hear them outside, right? Or you no, they do have speakers for the outside. In fact, I mean, this is getting kind of deep into it, but get deep. You can no, not deep, but uh, you can make it fart sound outside the car because there's a speaker um, on the outside. Well, so what is the purpose of that? It's just to have fun. It's part of the Tesla. It's just having fun. So you can make the fart sound. Make in your car. You can program different, different sounds. The back seat, right side, left side. But then also, if you're at a light, you can make hit a button and it'll make it fart sound on the outside for the for everybody. I like to that. Laugh. I like that. <laughs> it's just yeah. this just, just to have you, fun. Yeah, you just, can, they have a karaoke the, in the car. What? Karaoke in the car. Oh, but you have yeah. a terrible voice. Do they have an auto tune in there for your yeah. voice? Then? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'm just telling you this: a Tesla. It's probably fun to drive in, but man, I don't know if I can be able to just let it drive. It's like if I want to go to Cal, I want to go to California yeah. from here. That's actually the best way to do it. Like from here to, you could say, here navigate to, to Las Vegas. Then it's just on the freeway, no lights, no cross traffic. That's really the best. Way to I, do what it. I'm saying is, honestly, John, you really could go to sleep and yeah. trust that that car is going to get you there. If you trust the car that much, then yeah, I, you I can't. So, can't do that. would you ever get a Tesla? No. Oh, I would. I would. Oh yeah. There's well, too much stuff. I don't have three thousand to, to make a charging station in my garage. I get Vili. Yeah. So yeah. Does Vili charge half price? Seven hundred. Dang, John. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Seven hundred. All he was charging was just for the the parts and labor. But John didn't want to wait that. He got itchy ass and decided I'm gonna go pay three racks, drop three right. racks and get. Two. And he, he not only got one charging thing, he got two for his truck that's coming in 2020. Smart, preparing. Yeah, home. yeah, and, yeah. And when I, I haven't seen John in, when's the last time I saw you, John? Maybe months? Yeah. And I haven't seen him in a while, but like I told Strons, I know everything about him. I know he was getting a truck. I knew he had a Tesla. I knew he had a Raptor because hmm. I have my ear to the street. That's my job. I know where, right, I know where right. guys are. Just like you, you Hobart, I knew that you, you was going to sit outside for an hour <laughs> and not come in because Dude, I took a nap, bro. Knowing that we had a podcast at three o'clock, he gonna sleep till four or something. 
that's a sign of a good friend. Yeah. You, 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 you may not see each other for years or months, but when you see each other, you just pick up right where you oh, left yeah. off. That's, that's a sign of a good cousin. Yeah. And Thank you, a John. good friend. Because I, I, like, I don't really need to see my friends. So after this podcast, I don't want to see any of you guys. For <laughs> but we're going to be out of town for uh, Thanksgiving holidays. Tell us straight what you got for Thanksgiving. Tell us a family dish that you always have for Thanksgiving. Uh, Lucipi. Mm. Oh. You got to explain to the people what that is. Uh, lamb. Okay. That's, that's lamb. That's with steam. That's with like coconut milk and onions. In the loo. You know, in the loo leaves. It's like a spinach, right? Like a spinach. Sometimes it's we, it's sometimes actually instead of the loo, sometimes the, the taro leaves, we substitute with spinach. Yeah, yeah. I like that too. I like that. It's Do you like it with yeah. kale? You ever have it with kale? I've had it with kale. I like Only it. people that drive Teslas eat it with kale. Go ahead. So anyways, <laughs> I've never heard kale. <laughs> so no, but yeah, Lucipi's Lu, Lu are my my. Do you make it or did you? No, make it? my uh, wife makes it, and you eat it with horse and manioke. How you? Wow, you eat, eat like horse. a king, bro. You are I'm well because Thanksgiving is the only time I get what I you know I I don't eat a lot of loo because a lot of people uh, in America they don't understand Polynesian people. We don't care about turkey, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we don't have that's not indigenous to us. I think turkey is dry. Oh, let's deep fry it. That's I'm a big it. fan of turkey. Yeah, look at yourself. Yeah. Turkey but look tail? At the, even the do you oh, like turkey tail? Bro, oh, yeah. Tur- I make the turkey best tail. turkey yeah. tail. Let me tell bro. you guys a story about my cousin Hobart. Here we go again. He 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 decided he wanted to barbecue for his, <laughs> his sister's uh, stuff. He was making a bunch of ribs. He burned the carport down in Whoa. his house. You know why? Because bar- I was cutting Kingsley's hair. No, Oh, don't blame it on us. Don't you know. That. I'm, so you just lost so, track of the food. family first, yeah. and then no, water so, my house so, after. So, <laughs> so credibility. So his credibility. Yo, blame us for your house burning. Yo, I wouldn't even blame you guys. It's the bro. Carport, carport. I can't take that house to when heaven. I, when I drove, when I drove away, and I called to check on him, because he needed help uh, cooking the the ribs. He goes, "No, when you guys left, I forgot to take them off the thing, and I just the whole carport burned down." Wow. But you know what? Kingsley got a great haircut after he that. good. You know what I mean? He looked clean. Although I did have to run to Costco, buy more ribs. The cooked ones, of course. Mm. Yeah, throw a little barbecue sauce on there. Make it seem like the it's homemade. the one that was in the barbecue was you know? Anyway, so. Yeah, anyways. John, what about you? What, what is some of the so, things the Moyaki house likes oh, to Oh, they got a spread. Well, I am married to a... a uh, a white girl, I guess is I don't know what the politically correct way to it's say it's Polongi. Okay, Polongi. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And Just kidding. Uh, um, so we do have the turkey as a token um, respect to uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> but other than that, we do have the Lucipi, Pocatunu, Lupulu. What is that? The Pocatunu that you have? Waka pig. That's Walk the roasted pig. pig. Roasted pig. You know, I, I got to speak in terms. Because remember, not everybody's listening to us on this podcast, all three of these people. Yeah. You, <laughs> you can't You can't just talk about it like they know. Like, you know. Yeah, the roasted pig over, like, a, not buried in the ground. It's the roasted one over, like, a rotisserie pig. The emu, right? The yeah. Emu. <laughs> the emu. We'll talk about that story later. Yeah. And so, uh, you no, know, we do. So, when I was on my mission, I went to a Thanksgiving dinner. You're Mormon? Go ahead. And, uh. It was a Palangi family, and they had a turkey, and then all these salads and sides, like six, you know, like baked beans and sweet potatoes. Mashed potatoes. potatoes all that, all salad and all that yeah. stuff. And the lady, the mom, she said, El Domoyaki, um, 
what what difference would this be with at your home? And I looked at the table and I said, well, you replace the turkey with one salad, and then all your salads you replace it with a entree like a meat. And she was like, are you serious? Like six different meats? I was like, yeah, like. We would have meatballs, chicken, meatballs, ham, fish, Everything. you know, loop, and so they were pretty Ooh, shocked. Fish. But three kinds of fish: steamed fish, fried fish, yeah. and raw fish. But they would—they they were really surprised. But it's you know, like six different entrees. Where, where'd you serve, John? Bay Area, California, San Jose. Brrah! Yep. But that so that's kind of like our Thanksgiving. It's lots of different dishes and one salad. Yeah, because I don't, salad. I don't even remember, I don't even remember having turkey consistently growing up. My dad would, I'd rather have ham, so we'd have ham, pork, mm-hmm. and he's right. The, our only starches would be either taro, uh, umalas, yeah. and rice. Yeah. Nobody, of all the starches, what's your favorite? Like manioke, taro, I like, I like taro with coconut milk. Ufi. I like, the, I like the fatlifu taro. Mine's ufi. I like the yellow one. Is that Umala? Ufi is white, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ufi's a white. I thought that's manioke. No. no. The white is, the manioke is like a root, kind of stringy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> manioke is best with horse, though. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Hobar? Un- Just a good old tradition. Uh, turkey? Turkey. Are you married to a Palangi? Or? No, Samoan. Okay. Yeah. We still do the turkey, huh? Yeah, we do the turkey. turkey My father-in-law cows. does the balusami. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And I got to have uh, a lot of gravy with my turkey because, man, I yeah. I don't, in all of my life, I don't remember eating any juicy turkey. Man, I'm a big fan of the cranberry too, man. Oh, wow. I it like just, to have the sandwich with that. Oh, the man. The next day of Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I like think that's the best. Next day I turkey. even put the stuffing guys, on it. So is it just balusami, the only Polynesian food you have? No, and uh, we, we get the uh, curry, oh, yeah. um, mamoy yeah, with yeah. lamb. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's so. good. I like that. John had something. I think it was his graduate. I don't know. His parents, man, put a spread out that was like off the chain. And I knew for a fact at that point, after being friends for over ten years, that John really was Tongan. <laughs> <laughs> because after his parents came down, I was like, man, you came from that, boy? Shoot. You are Tongan. And this whole time I thought you was Arabian. You know? But oh, yeah, his, his parents put it down. Put it down. Almost every Sunday. Almost every Sunday my parents put it down. But sometimes we just stay home because sometimes I just want lasagna. <laughs> Good old lasagna. Just lasagna sometimes. I got a funny story about lasagna next time. Next time. All right. So Bro, you brought it up, man. You might as well. No, it's just a guy f- from my ward. We played they played a couples game and they asked the wives, What's your husband's favorite food? And this guy's from Tonga, right? So he had to spell it. <laughs> so he said he No, spelled, straight. He Don't. spelled Lasania. <laughs> Lasa and then Nia and I and I looked at my wife. They made a food after you? <laughs> Everybody was crying. I go, why did they do that to my boy, man? He had to spell lasagna, and he spelled it lasagna. Okay. That's, all right, the, so, that's the lasagna. All right. So on that note, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. We're going to be back next week, same time. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening in to our good, good story. story. Okay.